0: At the beginning of the triathlon journey, or let's say any journey which involves uh, a long-term commitment, it is a procedure to analyze showstoppers, to use a military term. These are limits in general sense, which set the boundaries of our activities. In triathlon, coaches call them limiters. In today's episode, we will identify them, analyze them, and tell you how we overcome them. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 14 of our podcast with Coach Joao.
1: Hello. hello,
0: Coach Alessio. Hello. Yes, and Coach Melina. You guys are all together uh. In, uh, in Dubai. And, and this is Coach Tommaso in Italy. And this is chat with our coaches. you good. So if it's clear that humans have limits and limiters, what are they... In your wars what are the most common ones for age group uh, triathletes let's define uh, limiters uh,
2: in my opinion i think i uh, have two kinds of limiters you have the physical and the uh, psychological let's say um, i think um and and also logistic, logistics i think there are three things that can impact their performance uh, so sometimes one big thing is a certain sports, something that they don't know how to do it. It can be anyone. Uh, swim, bike, run, one of them, or more than one. Um, sometimes it's more like a mindset issue, like the person doesn't have the proper uh, mindset. And sometimes it's actually, for me, I see a lot of uh, limitations on time for training, time for recovery. So I think those three are big. um, There are, and then behind those, there is a big um, um, variation of what is exactly the limiters of uh, them. But that's uh, yeah, what I think.
1: Yeah, for me it's the same. The the main uh, common two groups of limiters are physical. For me it's. Genetics and uh, proper proper training. Maybe an age group, group uh, training without a proper schedule, and most of the time is a wrong training session with incentive dog, uh on volume, high volume, but no efficient and no well organized. Genetics is you cannot do anything. And the second thing is psychological but for my opinion is more like uh, uh, complaints uh, I mean uh, okay I'm not pro I don't have time uh, I cannot do more and that's it yeah. for me it's, uh, because you don't push uh, too much over your limit
3: yeah, I think that's it the, the boys both covered that I guess the, the categories fairly well. Um like Alessio said, there's um genetics will only allow you to go um to go that far. Beyond that it'll come down to what you're um what you're able to do, what you're able to push through and how you set yourself how you set yourself up. So if you if you join a team, uh you get a coach, you are more likely to be able to manage those limiters and maybe push through um if you go solo or or even if maybe you choose the wrong team one that's not um a a good fit for you um but i i also agree with what joao said about the logistics the logistics side uh we've mentioned before in some of our other podcasts that Someone might have an aspiration to do a full Ironman, but it might just be the wrong time in their life. They might have a very young family, a very busy work schedule. It's just the wrong time, so you need to take into account
0: those as well. Yeah. Three, basically three areas. All of you guys identified these three areas, as we said, physical, psychological, and logistics. Now, the the logistic goes a little bit into the, the psychological, like it's, a, it's kind of... A, interacting a lot because uh, you know if you cannot organize sometimes it's much more a mindset thing and so you know working as you said with a team this is the the key to to make it happen now the the trick of the genetics there you know we see a lot of uh, banners no limits you know push your limits go beyond your limits Uh, it's probably it's our duty as coaches to to make uh, sure that the athlete has a, um, let say, a realistic objective, and and of course, you know, you, you want to put it at the at the top, you know, you want to put it in a way that uh, is something that you know you can reach in the moment. But there is always um, this uh, let's say this problem when we set up objectives that are too high, so. You know, also to keep the psychological limiters under control is difficult because you see it so far away and so difficult to reach. And also you cannot put an objective too easy because now the training becomes, uh, becomes uh, super boring. Once we go into the more uh, specifics, uh, we say uh, physical. And uh, let's not talk about g- genetics for a moment, but... Um, what do you find the most common uh, physical limiter that the uh, athletes uh, find in terms of speed or endurance? What what is the one that you know a beginner athlete shows up apart from not having anything? But what is the most common? Let's say
1: flexibility. Yeah, everyone uh, thinks about uh, strength, uh, endurance. Uh, uh, VO2 marks, uh, but I see many athletes not not very flexible and they are not uh, injury free. Uh, it's very the uh, things about uh, a detail, but it's not a detail mm-hmm. for me. Maybe it's better spent, uh, spend spend uh, ten or fifteen min- minutes more during the training for uh, mobility joint for for the joints for muscular flexibility uh, then do more kilomet- kilometer kilometer uh, and by my side is a good the big limiter for age groupers
2: yeah I think uh, I think what the last said is very important because um, it is something that um, it's not the traditional uh, way of training for Ironman or triathlon, let's say, because people think the first thing they have to do is start to run, swim, bike a lot. Um, So what is limiting them is the mindset. You know, this is a mindset issue because their mindset for the sport is wrong. Um, They are thinking uh, wrong, and that's why... The second limiter that uh, also i think was a lesson that brought was not having a coach um so you know when you you start something without reading the manual um i think that's the big problem with the the beginners um, they don't read the, the manual very well so the the process goes um, up and then they have some injuries then goes down and then it goes and then they try to come back and then they, they keep going back and forth. Um, I think, so if you think in my, my, my point of view, I was going to say something similar to, to Alessio. I, I think they don't have the base of uh, sports in general. So core, stability, mobility, uh, things that they will allow them to do more and longer, they don't have. So they jump the step, And they go into the metabolic um, performance training or metabolic development, Um, which is a second stage in any preparation. I think that's a big problem for beginners.
3: Um, I don't know. I agree agree with the boys. Um, People want to get into triathlon, so they literally just start doing swim, bike, and run uh, without much thought to the foundation. A lot of people, it's quite... um, It it still surprises me the amount of people that don't know how to move properly or understand certain movements or are very body aware. Um, So they end up moving in the wrong way and injuries come very quickly because the body's not ready to take any kind of load. Um, And that just frustrates, that just becomes a very frustrating circle. They try and train, they get injured, they have to stop to recover without necessarily doing the proper rehab work um, and I think a focus on on prehab is quite important and it doesn't matter what stage of your triathlon journey you're at you need to incorporate prehab um, on throughout, throughout your session and that would be mobility flexibility basic strength work learning how to move um, and then focusing on the more specific stuff of swim bike run and then sorry the the only other thing i will say as well especially with people that do start to add more volume um you can train as much as you want um but if you're not careful with what you eat you're undoing everything that you're doing out on the track or in the pool um so taking your nutrition into consideration is quite a big is quite a big deal you end up going for a session and you've got no energy and you don't know why you have no energy and there's a good chance is because your nutrition isn't um, quite what it should be. You either, mm. usually actually, a lot of people are under, under fuel, especially if they want to lose. I think
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think on that just to um, remind, I remember something that Lucy Charles, you know, um, who is a bit on the sport, know that she's a new the new one coming up, you know. Uh, that probably gonna take over the circuit very soon. Um, she she said that she regret that the first or second year of her professional career she was under eating, which impact like massively uh, of course negatively her performance during two years because she thought that if she eat less she gonna get lean and you know that image the body image that the triathlete has to be and all of that thing so you know if you don't replace the calories there is no way you're not going to perform um, if you overeat of course it's a problem or if you eat something that it doesn't give you energy but if you under eat it's a bigger problem um, because it it means that you're most probably going to be lacking of a very uh, essential uh, energy to give you um, power to push and then get better, you know, because you keep hitting the wall all the time because there is no energy. So you think you are not so good is actually not a problem of uh, your performance, the problem of energy, lack of energy, you cannot do. So it keeps uh, the person hits the wall all the time. Yeah, it's, it's
0: it's, yeah, yeah, this is uh, you know an underestimation from a professional. Uh, i i know you guys you know how much i like the whole, the word uh, body aware and uh here what we are saying is that there is also a mind awareness into the into the process it's not it's not that they 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 don't understand it's just they don't know so they, they the beginner athlete doesn't perceive the need of uh, flexibility and uh, understanding range of motion, for example, or nutrition at the beginning is just about like smashing workouts as soon as possible to you know to build up. Some guys are cautious, but still, you know, to build this body body and mind awareness, it takes times. So that's why we, we're calling it a journey. So, as Melina said before, you know, finding the right team is always the uh, the key. Because uh, as Joao said, we're talking about nutrition. Then we're talking, uh, as was talking about strength. So it's it's a it's a mix and match of a lot of uh, pieces that go into the into the puzzle. And uh, as as we said, you know, we were talking about strength training. So uh, this is a service advertisement for BR. (laughs) We are launching a strength training using TrueCoach platform. Uh, we have some other stuff uh, boiling in the in the pot but this one is uh, is what we're launching now so don't worry if you're traveling consistency as you know is the key so you can take your br coach with you by using a true coach Mm -hmm. contact br performance studios for a personalized plan to take it with you when you travel and you cannot bring the bike uh, with you you can still train okay that's the news even if you don't have your bike you can still train 30 seconds break and we come back.
2: In order to take you to the next level, we have to know two basic metrics, which is where you are now, your base level, and where you are going, your final goal. For this reason, we create a system called BR Stages. The BR Stages consist in four levels. Number one, fundamentals. Number two, skills. Number three, performance. And finally, specialization.
0: Okay, and we're back with we chat with Bia coaches. Athletes not always are hundred percent involved into understanding how to fix limiters, and uh, as we said before, it's a, it's a blend between uh, physical and uh, and mindset. So we were chatting about uh, the skills, specific skills, and uh, one of the the things that. Uh, it's difficult to understand. Is how to fix uh, uh, technique, how to fix skills, how to fix uh, fix this kind of limiters. The most common question is, coach, what is the recipe to fix this or that limiter?
2: I think um, I think what, what's the the biggest issue for I think for the age groupers is, is to understand that. All the, because you know if you watch a pro doing something a professional athlete and even a age group that is a bit higher level um it looks so easy and looks that they are just going hard all the time but the process starts so many years before that um a age group that's starting he skipped that that big period of time of when the pro or the age group the age grouper he learned the sports you know if you see, like, uh, for example, our coach Alessio, you know, well, we have three swimmers, but I'm the last, least technical swimmer, you know. Sorry, Tomás, I'm not the swimming coach. Um, the um, uh, so, if you see this guy swimming, you know, uh, we can mistakenly think that um, everybody can do that so easy in the next six months. But then, if you think about the background and it, say they learn when they were kids you know so you see that there is a, a big portion of the, the the preparation that was learning learning not training it's literally learning to do something um, and the mindset has to be first i will learn and then i will train not while i'm training I you learn because it's impossible you cannot learn something if you are going fast or tired you cannot everybody knows that the process of learning has to be step by step easy learn something goes to the next level um uh, so i think um uh, as a coach we have to force that um mindset i don't know the
3: guys i i I think what the sorry, what Joao's is alluding to is basically they, they need to learn to be patient. Okay. They need to learn that it takes it takes time, and the more technical the sport, the more patient you have to be. They they just want to work on speed and you know and um, metabolic fitness, um, and they get re- it gets really frustrating um, when they find they find that they're not improving on those aspects, um, especially something like swimming. But I mean, it even applies to running. Generally, people think that anybody can run. You just get out the door and you run. So people immediately start um, working on their metabolic fitness to get faster for running. Um, You still need to work on your technique in running, but it becomes more important. For example, somewhere like swimming, And for triathletes that come into sport that aren't swimmers, that's one of the biggest frustrations and trying to slow them down to make them better and ultimately faster um, actually can be a really big challenge for for a coach. And you see it all the time. You tell them to slow down and forget about their speed and actually they're swimming faster because they're more efficient. But as soon as you say, let's add some speed, everything goes out the window um, and they're actually wasting more energy without moving faster. So I think it's, it's all about patience and it takes time. There was lots of, for those that watched the Olympics and followed the Olympics on social media, there were lots of like uh, little memes that came up of athletes standing on podiums. And then below there was this image of lots of other athletes and sort of below and all the obstacles that the athlete had to get there before they hit the podium. Just because you see them on the podium doesn't mean it just happened like that. There's
0: lots of things that happen underneath to get them to that point. Yeah, the iceberg, uh, the iceberg picture, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't see the results. You don't see. You see only the results and stuff like this. Yeah, I think sometimes uh, athletes, uh, when they ask you what's my progression, this is this is a critical moment because you know it depends if it starts. If it's, they ask this after one year, it's like they probably start feeling the change in body and adaptation, if they start asking after three months, yeah. it's like, no, you're not getting it, okay? You know, in the week where you are and you say, okay, this is the easy week, now they're feeling, you know, stuff falling apart, and they're like, uh, what is my progression now? Am I, pro- you know, is my, is my progress going on, or... Uh, so this is this is uh definitely any it, it goes like you said into technique a lot you know because then if you have a raw gesture a raw uh, gesture athletic gesture in in, the, in any part of the motion you know from swim but also to run you feel like uh, the extra effort to move when in reality you're wasting so much energy that you're not aware of what's going on and uh, you you get uh, Um, critical with that
2: and you know to complete a little bit that part the thing is it's not something that is going to end you know the the technical preparation the strength uh, the mobility thing the whole thing is not something that is going to over one day and you're just going to be good forever it is a it's a cycle it's a process it's a it's a work that you do every time, every week, every session, you think about the way you step, the way your hand entered the water, the way you pull the pedal on the bike, your core, your glutes, if everything is switching on, if you are too tired. So if you are eating the right food, if you're sleeping enough, this is, that's why we always say it's a lifestyle. It's not your sport. It's our lifestyle. It's the way you're going to be living. You, know, you cannot do, um, I think the longer distance of triathlon, half and the full, uh, you're most probably going to be really hard to do this if you're not entering or, or adding this as, as your lifestyle. Um, and it's a big limited to, as well, you know, because you're always going to be fighting a situation like, oh, I want to um, I want to uh, I don't know, I want to surf with my friends, but I also want to perform on the track and I also want to have fun So you know, it doesn't work like
3: that.
0: Twenty-four hours.
3: sorry, Sorry, um, I think it's important as well. If an athlete starts to get to that point where perhaps they're showing they're a little bit impatient or they're getting frustrated, and in our view as coaches, it's a little bit too soon to to have seen major progress. Um, I think it's quite key just to get them to reflect, just sort of have a little bit of quiet time maybe actually go back through their training weeks and look at, you know, two months ago, this was the session I was doing, and actually that session was kind of finishing me off for the day. Now, two months down the line, yes, I'm not quite where I want to be, and I'm still getting frustrated, and I'm still getting dropped on the bike rides, or I'm getting lapped in the pool, but actually, I'm, I'm doing a slightly harder session than I was able to do two months ago and it's it's important especially when we have a really long-term goal every now and again just to check in and say okay we're, that's still a long-term goal but you know what I've had this tiny little bit of improvement and it's all about the baby steps and I mean it's well at VR as well we do say one percent better every day so that's a tiny little thing we work on every day so we're not looking for massive gains that they're, they're not going to happen overnight you do need to mm-hmm.
0: wait for them and build on them this is this is a huge coaching tip that melina is giving because you know one thing that i don't like he says say they said to, to the to an athlete that is you know a little bit lost trust me you know trust me No, that that, that doesn't work you know because if it doesn't uh, it doesn't get it, it doesn't get it but if you go on the quantity and the quality you know using the tools that we have like training peaks or whatever is the uh, the way that you are tracking athletes uh, workouts, then it's easy to compare and it's easy to see look, this is where you were you come a long way and this is where you are and we're gonna be even uh, farther. Anything you want to add Alessio on this?
1: No I agree with you guys, but I would add uh, other things another thing about the technical aspect about cycling. I know swimming and running is most technical sports than cycling more than with the technical aspects is more important especially swimming because you are in the, in the water you uh, have to be efficient and your propulsion must be efficient yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah and uh but I know many athletes especially dry athletes uh, don't know how how pedal I mean a proper uh, pedal technique so you push but you need to pull up with your knee okay. so maybe the first thing when you go on a bike is uh, learn how to, to pedal properly with a smooth uh, yeah. smooth pedaling uh, for yeah. me, it's very important yeah. because the waste energy um, is a long portion of the race. Uh, the bike and try <laughs> <It's laughs> so, yeah. out yeah.
0: We had a pretty, we had a pretty good episode with Coach Boyan in the Art of Cycling. So go and lo- have a look at Season Two, Episode Four. And we were talking all about all these details. You know, it's good. It's good that we had them so that people, you know, we can refer to the, all the episodes and go and, <laughs> and talk about it. Okay, let's take 30 seconds break. But first of all, we are uh, a uh, BR service. It's the BR fuel station partnered with uh, Stealth Product and uh, and uh, sponsor. So if you guys need a fuel package, just order it with the BR Performance Studios and then get it delivered a Classic Tuesday or at your place. 30 seconds break.
3: Usually when a person is stressed and they're trying to work on healthier habits, and that's what happens to most of us, is we try to work on healthier habits, but we have certain internal stressors that prevent us from developing those good habits. So we start, we get stressed, and then we stop. So my job is to intervene right at the point where they start and where they stop so they can continue. So I'm giving them the power and the tools to continue to build these healthy habits long term.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel day by day that limiters does not represent showstoppers, but uh, much more the possibility to explore uh, limits and to discover others. The process of becoming 1% better every day is exactly this one. Overcome obstacles and expose ourselves to new ones, big ones, harder ones. Why do you think athletes are keen in exposing themselves to such challenges? Is it a mind or a physical dispute more? Why do you see that they struggle more?
2: Yeah, I, I I think the... There's a big connection there, you know, between the uh, when something is holding you back, if, if it's your body or your mind, you know. Um, I think some many, many times we think we cannot do something um, and then we actually could do much better. But that second thought in your head is like holding you back to perform and then you are afraid to push because you think that um, you might like have so much pain or you might not complete something because you push too hard that's one issue, and I think from the other side, um, some people they have less ability to read their body um, and then they actually um, push too hard their body and then they actually cannot do it you know so it's a very fi- uh, it's, you know it's very hard to to say when is something taking over, um, is the mind or the body. Personally, I believe that um, how I choose to do things, I choose to do um, not believing that my body cannot do. So I, I always say, you can do. And then my body going to try to stop me, but not my mind, you know. Because I I know that the the limitation is on your head more than on your body if you are prepared. So I think people should start to train their minds to be able to don't limit themselves. And then slowly that mindset is gonna bring your body together, you know, in terms of preparation and performance. Um, So if you ask me to choose one, I say the mind can limit more. Than the body.
3: I, I agree. You can have two, two types of people, if they can't manage to do something, they can get really frustrated to the point where maybe not give up, but kind t- of ab- avoid it. Um, and you see it all the time, people that they need to swim, but they'll avoid swimming because they just don't enjoy it because they haven't mastered certain things. And then you have the other type that they haven't quite got the technique, but they will keep persevering. Um, and just stick to it until they crack it. And that's down to, that is just down to mindset. One gets frustrated and annoyed, and that becomes a barrier. And the other one gets frustrated, but they're going to push through until they get it right. So they're a bit more, there's stubbornness, but it works in two different ways. One becomes a barrier, and one becomes an enabler. So I think the mindset would trump the physical one for me.
0: And I feel like... From from a coaching point of view, you know, obviously the motivational speech or uh, the inspiration that you got to start triathlon, you know, we have so many inspirational videos, you know, and uh, and, and soundtracks for for this. Uh, having a strong mindset, uh, it's uh, it opens a lot of doors in terms of uh, of training and uh, you know exploring physical limits, let's say, because we in the end the physical limit you know, apart if you have some some really some issues that uh, is limiting you also your your normal lifestyle. But normally these physical limits or genetics that we talked about are very far away to reach. You know, you can you can really work a lot before reaching it physically that you you stop, you know, I I cannot jump more than uh, three meters. So that one, it's impossible because you cannot fly. Okay, good. But the, 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 the idea of the mind, which is opening these doors, is very important because, as coaches, we, uh, you know, apart from the speech, we use periodization, which helps as well not only the, the, the physical limits, but also the mind in a way that building, 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 posing, adapting, or putting blocks these give the ability to uh, to, uh, to the athlete to become uh, you know mind aware and see the results okay so at the point once you are much more uh, say mind aware it's easy we are uh, we are always repeating the topic because this i think this is the key where there is this uh, this blend between physical and mind and if the athletes understand that then it's easy for them to accept and absorb the you know the load and the training and the technique and the skills and everything you know it's uh because at the beginning as we said before they don't perceive the importance of many details that make the the puzzle uh, much more colorful anything you want to add let see you have uh, experience on this uh, a lot
1: agree completely with you guys and
0: for me the same mind the mindset is the biggest
1: limiter for humans
0: and especially for age group uh, mm. for uh, just as just as a reminder we had a few episodes on the on the mindset on resilience on long-term thinking uh, I hope you guys uh, that are listening go and uh, have a listen to that those episodes because they were uh, uh, mind-blowing let's say also for me <laughs> because we spoke so about so many uh, things and techniques that uh, can help an athlete to uh, to become a better athlete uh, not not just by going for a run but by you know focusing and thinking about about things we were talking about one of the limiters uh, which is the technique in swim so <laughs> uh, service advertisement we have uh, a br we have a monday Coached swim session at Blue Wave with Coach Alessio, Coach Melina, or they are the masters of uh, disaster there. So if you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna go, contact BR Performance Studios and uh, get the details, book your spot, and uh, join us at 7:30 at Blue Wave. Let's take 30 seconds break. Give you five minutes and then uh, you can leave, but you will pay for this.
2: <laughs> what are you gonna you gonna
0: say next? Uh, we just just uh, talk real quick about uh, a limiter that you had in your life, now, a very specific one in your in your career, and how you overcame it, and uh, if you're still uh, living with it.
3: Uh, okay.
0: Very quickly.
2: No, no, it's okay. Don't need to finish for me. You can. I go. No, but it, go and you guys finish.
0: It looks bad because then I need to put on the video something that is gonna represent you. So you don't want me to put anything.
2: Put the gremlins. You know the gremlins, the one that uh,
0: <laughs> the crack the other eggs the
2: eggs. Like... I can. I can. <laughs> I can uh, it... send to you the.
0: Yeah, you will see in February.
1: <laughs>
0: Joe, let let's okay. let's record the podcast. Yes, three o'clock in the morning is fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's
3: not uh, good. It's
2: not, nothing related to to your morning. You're, not, you're looking good. It's not yes. nothing related to that. Don't don't take personally. It's, Don't limit
0: yourself. This is a limit. Okay. The MBR we are athletes before than uh, coaches. Which has been a limiter that you overcame uh, during your sport career? or Which is the one that you're still uh, living with?
2: Um, Okay, I'm going to start. For me, I had a big I think the biggest change that I made when I, I realized that I had to change something to be able to perform and, and kind of um, get where I wanted, which was my biggest goal was to go to Kona, um, um, the World Championship of Ironman. So I realized that um, I was not actually fully committed with the goal. you know. So my mindset was wrong. I was training, kind of, let's say, strong and well, but my entire life was not really organized to, to perform. So maybe the little details of the preparation I was missing, uh, nutrition, maybe sleep. So I was not putting my life to, um, to go to, to achieve that, uh, that uh, the goal that I want. And I think the, the mindset was the biggest change for me when I realized, okay, this is, this is a life project. It's not a triathlon project or an Ironman project. I'm gonna have to move around this for the next three, four years, you know, because I remember I had a coach at that time and I asked him when I finished Nice, I, full Ironman, I did in, I think 10 hours, 28, something like that. It was okay. It was a good race. I enjoyed a lot. I, I was happy. But then I asked him, how long do you think it's gonna take me to go to Kona after this race? And he said, three years. And in my head was the answer that I wanted is one year, next year, you're gonna go to Kona. That's what I wanted. And then he said, three years. He kind of you know broke me down. I'm like, oh my god, another three years doing this, this way, so hard, no, 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 all of that. And I said, Okay, if it's three years, and um, Yeah, it was exactly three years. Three years later, I qualified to Kona. But you have to change the mindset, you know. You have to understand it is very long and it's gonna take a lot of your commitment. It's a commitment. You know, you have to decide you can do this. Um, So I think for me, that's what happened.
1: For me, nutrition. In competition and out competition, uh, because in the beginning, I wasn't able to find the right uh, food, jets, bar to to, to eat during the race, and I'm still not able to stick uh, with a proper diet with with the with our life for for the training, for for the races. I I know it's not a good thing to say as a coach, but. yeah. Not, yeah. But is, for it, me, is yeah. it is yeah. it is Finally, it a matter
0: not... uh, is it a matter of taste? Is it a matter of digesting or finding the right product, or is it a matter of you uh, losing the focus on the on the on the yeah, on the, on more, the cadence?
1: More, more, more losing the focus. Maybe I can follow a diet for a week, two weeks, but then I, I give up. I know it is he, a big limiter for. With my knowledge,ment to arrange something or, or better in some way, in the best way.
0: Melina, are you still living with some of your limiters or you have overcome everything? Uh,
3: no, I, I, well, I definitely am. Um, I think for me, um, I used to do triathlon when I was younger, much fitter, able to recover a lot better, and then I took a break. And when I restarted again, when I was 36, um, it was at 36, as a mother of three and quite busy with young kids, to get back to that athlete that was just able to knock out training sessions really quickly, recover, not necessarily worry too much about recovery, and I found the, mind, the mindset was very different. And I got into a, a really good routine. I was able to train well. Um, I was very disciplined. Um, but I have to be honest, since, the, since long COVID, and it's taken me nine months to get back to a point where I am physically and medically able to train again, mindset isn't, isn't there yet. I'm still struggling to get back to that point and find that and find that discipline. Um, so, from a coaching perspective, it's um, it's. I feel sometimes when I'm trying, I'm telling my athletes, you know, you've got to be consistent, you've got to stick to it, and and as an athlete, I'm not quite, I'm not quite there yet. So I'm still at that at that struggle.
0: Uh, this is opens a uh, you know a topic that. Uh, for the athletes that are listening, you know, you've been through long COVID, which is something that, uh, you know, other athletes have been experiencing, and you have a pretty good experience on that one. And it's it's a limiter that is coming from from uh, from outside. You know, it's not something that we've been talking, you know, physical and everything. It's much more something uh, external that came into your life and now has been affecting your, uh, your workouts, your training and everything. Um, for me... Uh, it's very technical on the bike uh, i never be a smooth rider i, I kind of learned it but uh, i haven't been training for a while now so i'm sure i'm going to go back and doing this this mistake by uh, spiking a lot you know we, we we predicate a lot to our athletes to be smooth when they ride you know we don't, we don't want to see uh, diverging normalized power and average power especially on a flat course unless you have been uh, you know passing everybody and you want to be in front of the pack. <laughs> uh, so in the past this one has, has been always affecting my runs because I was uh, killing myself on the bike, making passes and uh, you know pushing uh, a lot of powers on the on the climbs and then was affecting my run. As soon as I started being smoother, you know, by my coach was always like, be smoother, be smoother, too much, too much, too much. You know, looking at those vi, looking at these intensity factors, looking at the balance of the pedaling, you know, all these kind of things. You know, it was it was analyzing in details this this fact that my, my ride was uh, was a mess. Then you know, finally I got I got the awareness of like, okay, you know, step back, try to be smooth, and then the run uh, started picking up much. Uh, much better. Um, yeah, I think it, we are at the end. Uh, you guys uh, want to add anything? Because otherwise, we we can uh, close this episode. And uh, as we said, uh, three areas of of limiters that people must recognize, which are physical, psychological, and logistic. Uh, we cover quite uh, extensively the physical and the and the psychological. Maybe in the next episodes, we can uh, talk a little bit more about logistics, but we already talked about that uh, in the art of racing, for example, where you know logistics can be on on uh, on the way of the of the athletes, so it's something that they need to overcome. Uh, we talked about technique uh, where the skills and the uh, athletic gesture is very important to make sure that you are. Performing and to become aware of that is very difficult, especially at the beginning. And uh, we talked about periodization that is coming in to help uh, for for this process, for this journey. And sometimes periodization is not uh, a yearly periodization, but like Joao said, it was a three year periodization to get to your objective. Once you effectively recognize that that's your goal and uh, it's doable but now you need to think in long term because you cannot reach it in in six months um i'm very happy today because it's very (laughs) early
2: okay i really need to go
0: yes so Guys, we're gonna talk too soon uh, next episode, if you guys have any comments, just send us an email or a direct message on Instagram, you will find the the links here, okay, or there, I don't know what it's gonna be, up and down, but it's gonna be there, so you find the links in bio, and uh, let us know what you think, and send us your comments, have a good day.
3: Ciao. Bye. Ciao. Bye.
0: Ciao.